Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks on this 236 podcast. And man, we've been cranking along, Stephanie. And I I just let Stephanie know that yesterday I sang with her on Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. I think my voice is getting so good, Stephanie. I just blended right in with you. Did you notice that? You did. I mean, it was seamless. It was seamless. It was seamless. I, I uh, I think I was hitting that soprano note a little bit, or at least alto. And, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of deepness, but I mean, I think we, I think the notes were being hit, man. I, uh, I don't know though. Folks, you guys are the ultimate judge, our listeners, those people out there on podcast world, radio world. And we love you radio stations, New England, Canada, England, love you guys. Keep playing us. And, uh, uh, but anyway, here it's in it. It blows my mind that people in Canada and England. Uh, can hear our voice, maybe a week from now or whatever. In that while, what do we got to say to our friends in Canada and England? I mean, different countries. What do we say to them? I kind of feel bad for the Canadians because you keep saying Canada. But besides that... Well, (laughs) maybe they like the term Canada. Greetings, greetings. And uh, yeah, it's praise the Lord. I mean, if it's... The purpose of this is to help people and glorify the Lord. So if it's doing that in Canada and England, that makes me very happy. And we do. And listen, our Canadian friends, one of the things we're going to do this year, and I promise as we get things going, fundraising for the camp is going on, lots of things, stuff going on all around us right now. But one of the things we're going to do this summer is we're going to be up in Edmonton and probably Montreal doing a PTSD rally. We're going to raise money for them. And we're going to bring the whole Wesco tribe and Carragher tribe. And uh, man, we're going to have some Canadian fun and uh, it's time that Canada meets Wounded Spirits and Wounded Spirits meets Canada. And that's one of the reasons this beard needs to finish coming in. I got to get that lumberjack look, you know. I, I've, I've got to pull off that lumberjack look, Stephanie. So what's going on with you, man? The kids, uh, they're, they're at your parents' house real quickly to be able to do this podcast. Or, and, they're actually not. They actually stayed home. I, I, did a, I let them didn't make the decision last night on the way to church. I said, okay, mom's got your podcast in the morning. You want to go to grandpa's house? Yeah. You want to stay home? When they all heard the hour in which they would have to wake up to go to grandpa's house, they decided they wanted to stay home. So just for full disclosure, everybody, we have a time that we set up to meet to do podcasts on certain days and stuff. And one of us sometimes is a little late and the other one knows it. So he sets up other appointments. But one of these days, Stephanie's going to mess me up, not to name any names. And uh, we're going to we're going to kick off right on time. And I'm not going to know what to do. I'm going to have to hold my chest. And uh, yeah, see, that's why I like Sanford and son. Yeah. Yeah. Sanford and son. Old Mr. Sanford used to bang his chest when people would treat him good. But here. So all that's going good. I mean, everything's. Did you get good presents? What was your best present you got for Christmas this year? Wow. Let's see. I know what you're looking for. <clears throat> Do you? You got to pick at least one of the ones that Debbie and I gave you. 
Well, Doug and Debbie did outdo themselves. Yeah. So I have new AirPods, which really help with the podcasts. Yeah. And uh, with life. And Daniel was thrilled because he got to show me how they work. You know, he's all into showing mom how to do things. So that made him very happy. And then you guys, of course, got me the beautiful earrings. So which, which, she has not, which she has not worn in my presence yet. So I, just, I have, I have. I oh, not in your presence. No, no. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. I just, just want to point that out, but that's okay. You know. But see, but, we only have seen each other what twice. Yeah, since... that's a good point. Anyway, we're on Psalm forty-two. Enough of the negative juju. The positive. But they gave me good presents too because they gave me some Notre Dame clothes. Yeah. Okay. Notre Dame clothes, earrings, and uh, professional AirPods. It's, but you know what the Hicks give you? Life. They're always there. They're always helping you out. They're great. I love the Hicks. The only messed up one is Steve. Yeah. The only messed up one is Steve out of the whole Hicks clan. And he's all right. He's just, he's not fully there, you know? Oh. Yeah. He's a Notre Dame fan. I mean, everybody knows that he should have rooted for Clemson. Clemson just went in and wiped out Notre Dame just a couple weeks ago. Anyway, we're on Psalm 42. We're done picking on uh Steve, uh, or I'm done picking on Steve. Uh, someone always takes his side. It's the most awesome people ever. Yeah, see what I'm saying? She always takes their side. Well, I like them all. Uh, I think Liberty, Lydia, Leah, um, Mama Mia, Leah, Sweet Lou, uh, Liddy. I mean, those are good Americans right there. And Liberty, the libertarian, she moved farther away from us. We never get to see her. Once in a while, she'll bless us with a uh, Marco Polo. But we're on Psalm 42. And uh, coming right out of the chute, and as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, God. What a picture. You know, as the deer wants that water, and he's panting over it, he wants that drinkable water. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. While well, they continually say unto me, where, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude and kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth me unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his lovingness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me in my prayer unto my God. I will say unto God my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me. While they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my continence and my God. Man, there's a lot going on here in Psalm 42. And just... Just pumping right in there, Stephanie. What came to your mind right in the beginning there? Um, what I see in the beginning of this psalm is David showing a desire to know God that is 
Um, you know, David talks about desiring God's word more than his necessary food in another psalm. And that's the same same desire I see here is the fact that he's comparing a thirstsome, uh, you know, a, a heart, a deer who is thirsty for water um, and is desperate for it. That's the desperation he's showing here that he is going after God with that same desperation, that same thirst, that same desire. And, um, you know, there's a sense here in which, you know, when I think of my kids when they're thirsty and it's like, mom, I need a drink. And just that uh, this is something I cannot survive without. And that's what I see here is the, is a heart, a soul um, that is desperate. Yeah. And just say for God, he says, my soul thirst is for God, for the living God. In other words, my soul is thirsty for the life of Christ. My soul is thirsty for that abundant life that comes only. And that's where all of our souls should be. And, and I mean, you know, David sees a deer out there looking for water. And uh, it's a heart, I think, if you look up the, the true meaning of the word, it's a female a doe out there just thirsting, just needing water that bad. And he equates that in the passage. Somewhere he saw that, probably during a drought, probably during bad times, probably... And, and folks, we're in spiritual droughts. We're in droughts with life and we're in these different things. And he's saying, as that deer needed that brook so bad, that fresh water, that clear water, that good water. Uh, and, and I mean, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm seeing out of this. And uh, so my soul panteth after thee, God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. And uh, that blows my mind when he says that. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in thee. And I mean, he, he's talking about, you know, to his mind, everything comes together into his mind. He's saying, I need to be in that place. My soul is aching for God. Just like that deer will do anything. It will, it will, you know, literally that deer will give up its life looking for water. That deer will do anything to find water. That deer is nervous. He's out there. He's, she's out there. She's looking for those things. She's doing those things. And, you know, David's equating his life to that. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, I'm thirsting for you, God. I need you. You know, yeah. the, the only meat I have of any value is the tears that I'm passing as I'm trying to get a hold. I mean, what a picture here, Stephanie. And I mean, what does that tell us? What do those first four verses tell us practically on how we should look? Well, I think there's a sense here in which um, verse three reveals to me that someone who is truly seeking after God isn't going to be the cool, calm, collected person. Mm. A person who is seeking after God is going, there's going to be an urgency there. There's going to be an intensity there of seeking God. There's going to be a there's going to be life. You know, when I think of um, Revelation where Jesus talked to the church at Laodicea. Yeah. He said, you're lukewarm. You're neither cold nor hot. And it makes me want to vomit. It makes me want to spew you out of my mouth. Yeah. Someone who is seeking God is going to be hot. There's going to be that sense of boiling over. There's going to be that sense of they're on fire for God. There's going to be um, a desire there. There's going to be tears. There's going to be, you know, we we have lost. God gave us the gift of tears. Yeah, and unfortunately, did. when you only will cry when you're angry or you'll only cry 
over, um, you know, life not giving you the little petty things you want. And there's no tears over God. There's no tears over wanting to serve him. There's no tears over brokenness, over lost souls. You need to do a heart check. And what I see here in David is the fact that he is crying out with tears to know God. There's an urgency there. And at the same time, he says in verse three, while they say continually to me, where is thy God? David had people around him who were constantly harassing him, saying, your God's not real. Yeah, where's God? Where's God? That's what those, uh, I mean, yeah. And that's the, what we're surrounded The atheists with. would say, hey, there's a drought. Where's God? And David is saying, God, show yourself real in my life that these people will see mm. that you're real, that you are my God. And um, as we get into verse 5, he'll say, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. There's that sense again of looking into the face of God. When we look into his face, there's help there. There's strength there. There's joy. There's peace. There's confidence. There's boldness. And I, Doug, I really believe that we have a lot of Christians today who have no boldness. Yeah. Because they're never taking time to get before God and to look into his face. They're not getting any of that help of his countenance because they're not willing to take that time to be still and know who he is. And yeah. that's where I see here is David wants to know who God is. He wants to have that relationship with him. And it is the burning passion and consuming desire of his heart. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's it's a passion that we all should share. I mean, it's the number one practical thing from today's lesson is we need to thirst after God. We need to pray to Him. We need to seek Him. We need to make Him our desire. You know, we know desire uh, when men and women meet each other and, and court and get married, whatever the case may be, they have desires. God's He's not separate of that. He still wants all the desire on Him, the great desire to to have that, to want to learn everything about him, like you want to learn everything about your uh, wife or husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the case may be. God wants that type of desire. And then, you know, the thing that I see here, Stephanie, as we process into uh, verse number six and seven, <clears throat> excuse me, all of a sudden we're in a storm. So we go from this drought to a storm, and David's using that term hill, uh, Mizar, or what we say there, a miser. You know, there, there's nothing there. There's, it means littleness. There's not much going on. And, and, and so that's where David's going. You know, sometimes there's littleness going on. And yet the Lord will command his love and kindness in the daytime and in the night. His song shall be with me in my prayer unto God, unto the God of my life. And here's the example to be like the guy there in verse 1, to be thirsting, to be like the deer to be like that doe, and in verse 2, to be reaching out. The example is, uh, he needs to be my God, the, the, you know, in the love and kindness in the daytime. And the daytime has the illusion of good things. The sun's out. It's bright, you know. Uh, there's nobody in line at the drive through There's money. There's roast beef in the refrigerator, whatever the case may be. But in the dark, in the dark, his song shall be with me in the nighttime, Stephanie. And we call our songs, Songs of the Night, the songs we write, even though somebody has slowed down that process a little bit of the songs in the night. But we we clearly, and boy, I'm dropping sermons out of my bag. I better not drop too many of them out of there or there won't be any preaching going on next week up there in Pennsylvania. But anyhow, here we are. And I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking as we look at 46, uh, 42, 6 through 11, it's all about remembering God. And even, you know, as you go on there in 9, I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me. While they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Exactly what you were saying, Stephanie. People will come up to you and say, man, there's a drought. Where's God? There's a pandemic going on. Where's God? God gave us these trials. God's given us these trials. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. We need to praise God. I mean, isn't, isn't there a practical side on this side of this psalm, which says God's right with us? We need yeah. to praise him. We need to trust him. I mean, what are you thinking in that second half of that song? Well, verse 5 and verse 11, David says um, the same thing or virtually the same thing. Why are, In verse 5, he says, Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. And then in verse 11, He's, he ends with, hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Wow. And there's that sense in which we are going to constantly deal with things in life that cast us down, that cast our souls down, things that disquiet us, things that trouble us. And um, David comes back to the foundation is... Hope thou in God. Trust God in the dark. Yeah. And um, you know, there's so many there's so many scenarios in life that can take us to rock bottom. And verse um, Psalm forty two eight is a verse that um, I teach to all my kids when they're young. Yet the Lord will command His loving kindness in the daytime and in the night. His song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. You know, David had spent many a night in prayer. He had spent many a night going before God's face. And David saying, no matter what, God will command his loving kindness. I think of the verses of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Yeah. That loving kindness is new for every day. And David says, he ends this again with people saying his enemies reproach him while they daily say unto me, David had this going on on a daily basis. Yep. We have this going on through our media, through politicians, through so many avenues. We have Satan and his forces saying to us, where is thy God? And David ends with, I'm going to hope in him. My confident expectation will be in him and I will praise him. He is the health of my countenance and my God. You know, we all have a God. You have a God in your life, period. There's no neutrality. There is no such thing as an atheist. You have a God, whether it is yourself, whether it is your plans, your dreams, your agendas, whether it's your material goods, you have a God in your life. And if the God of your life is not the God of the Bible, you are building your life on sand. And when those winds and rains come that Jesus talked about there in Matthew, you will fall apart. Yeah. But if the God of your life is the God that David talks about in this chapter, in Psalm 42, 8, if you're praying to the God of your life, who is the health of your countenance, 
you're building that house, you're building your life on the foundation and the rock that will withstand the test of eternity. And I think that's what I come away with is, are you thirsting after, you're thirsting after a God? Is it the God who created you, the God who gave his life for you? Are you thirsting after a God that is nothing but sand, that is nothing but a vapor and vanity? And um, it's a challenge of where's your hope, where's your praise, and who's your God? Who is your God? And, uh, and you know, that, that's, that's the age-old question. Who's God? And who's God to you? And let me tell you something. When God is big and people are small, things work. Uh, when people are big and God is small, things don't work. You know, we got to get this right. We're soldiers, you know. we got to remember the Apostle Paul. I was doing my Bible reading this morning. And, uh, and, and you know, there's, there's the Apostle Paul again telling us we're soldiers. Soldiers have a mission. Soldiers serve a master. Soldiers, you know, they're full-time employees. They don't get to quit. They don't, they don't get to shut down. They don't get to say, I'm not serving God today. They don't get to say, I'm not going in the manual today. They don't get to say, I'm not prepared for war today. They don't get to do those things. We're soldiers. And, and David's getting that here. And he's saying, as that deer panteth, I think one of the number one things we all need to do in our life is we need to, uh, we need to thirst for God. We need to, and the way we're going to find that thirst is in reading God's word. The way we're going to find that thirst is doing things like you're doing right now. Listen to this podcast, doing a devotion with us. As we go through this podcast to walk away from this saying, hey, I need to thirst more after God. I need to do more of those types of things. And I mean, Stephanie, with the wrap up, I mean, what do we walk away with? What, what, do, we wrap, what do we walk away from uh, Psalm 42 with? What, what are we walking away from this with? Well, I think of Matthew eleven twenty eight twenty nine, 29, where Jesus said, come unto, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Go to Christ, yeah. make him your foundation, make him yeah. your God, and he will give you rest. He will bring that health to your countenance. He'll do it. He'll do it in him alone. And and, and you know what I was thinking? This is, this is what's crossing my mind, Stephanie. And I was looking at our map the other day, our, our Apple map, people who listen to us on Apple. And I bought some analytics. They just kind of came to an end, but it's dotted. There's people listening to us all over Africa, all over Asia, China especially, Japan, probably missionaries, I would think, some other English-speaking people, obviously, Korea. We got people listening to us in Korea, on both sides, by the way, uh, uh, of, of Korea. And, and I was thinking that no matter where you're at, as I looked at them, whether you're in China, whether you're in Asia, whether you're in Nepal, I think I saw people there, I saw people in India, we're all dealing with the same issues right now. And the issues are this, we need to have a desire and a thirst for God. And, and how are we getting that thirst? And we'll leave it at that, we'll go to your song, but how do we get that thirst? How does that guy sitting wherever, that gal sitting wherever, whether it be Asia or America, how... Africa, how do we get the thirst? Well, if you're in a spot where you don't, you know, you know you're a Christian, but you aren't thirsting for God, I would examine your heart and your life, and I would get before God, and as David said, search me, O God, and know my heart, try me, and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. And you have to make that choice. It's not going to be a feeling. You have to make that choice. Is the God of the Bible, my God. Yeah. And if the answer is yes, you thirst for him. 
Yes. You read his word. Yeah. Then make a choice. I'm going to get to know you. And, you know, you make a choice to drink Pepsi or to drink water. You make a choice to drink Kool-Aid or to drink water. And you create those desires for those certain um, things to satisfy your thirst. Yeah. You create that, that, um, addiction, so to speak, whether it is for good or for bad. And it's a choice. You make that choice of I'm going to seek God and he makes the promise, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And you have to make a choice. I'm going to serve God. I'm choosing this day who I will serve. And as you do that, God will bless and honor that. He will cultivate that thirst in your heart and in your soul for him. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Hey, we got a special song for you. I think it's all been said here, really. Just thirst after God. Do that through reading your Bible. The more you read your Bible, the more. And and don't just read your Bible. Write down what you learned that day. Make a note. Make a devotional question, a thought out of it. Share it with us. Uh, Whatever the case may be, make today to be about God. Stephanie's posting a, uh, by the time you hear this, she will have posted your annual reading program by January 1st. It'll be out there and help the wounded spirits. Uh, stick that in the front of your Bible. Read through in a year. Read Psalms. Read ahead for us. But she's got a special song today. She mentioned this coming in as the deer. I love this song. If you could go ahead, Stephanie. All right. As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship Thee. You alone are my strength, my shield. To You alone may my spirit yield. You desire and I long to worship you make him alone your heart's desire make him alone make it all about him man we love you folks hey listen to every word of this we'll talk to you real soon God bless you thank you for listening to our podcast today it is very important to all of us at help for wounded spirits that you know your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, You must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.